Hi and welcome to Social Work Sorted, the podcast. I'm Vicky Shevlin, I'm a social worker, I host this podcast and I founded Social Work Sorted as an online platform for newly qualified social workers back in 2021. In this episode, I'm going to talk about my journey through practice, Social Work Sorted, how it has grown and developed over the years and some exciting changes that are coming up. If this is the first time that you are listening, then welcome. If you are a regular listener, then welcome to you as well. I'm always so grateful for you listening. And if you enjoy this or any of the other episodes, always feel free to get in touch with me. If you have questions, reflections, all my information is in the link in bio. For those of you who are very new to this podcast or new to any of my social media pages, as I said, I'm Vicky. I qualified as a social worker in 2015 after working in community theatre for a couple of years as my undergraduate degree was in drama and theatre arts. I was always really interested and still am in how creativity and the arts connect to human relationships and how we can help and support people. And after working in community theatre with adults affected by homelessness, as well as working as a support worker caring for adults with life-limiting illnesses in residential settings, I then applied to do a master's in social work, which I was lucky enough to undertake at Manchester Met. I consider myself very lucky to have accessed that at a time where NHS bursaries were available. That was the only reason I could undertake a master's. And after I qualified, I moved to London and worked in a frontline child protection team in duty and assessment and I stayed working in child protection and care proceedings up until being a senior practitioner where I then moved into working in quality and assurance as a child protection conference chair and whilst all that was happening I was supporting students and newly qualified social workers as part of my job and I'd started to pull together I suppose a lot of the resources that I used to support students and newly qualified social workers who were either out on placement or in their assessed and supported year in employment. I had this idea that I wanted to write a guide to support students, newly qualified social workers, any social workers really, in undertaking child and family assessments. Because one of the most significant learning points for me was that I came from university having an understanding of theories around assessment. When I moved into practice, an assessment was a written document with a specific format that I needed to complete. And merging those two worlds, merging theory into practice in the context of undertaking an assessment was something that took me a long time to get my head around. And I'd wish that I had something that was simple, easy to understand, a performer to guide me through completing an assessment and what that should look like without it becoming a tick box exercise, something simply to support me through what was such a big and important task, particularly working with children, that child and family assessment would very often be the first point of contact between myself as a social worker and a family. And so much would follow on from that assessment in terms of planning and moving forward. And as I started to write this guide, I knew that I wanted to talk to social workers to make sure that I was in line with their needs, that I was actually creating something that would be of use. And so I started an Instagram page. And in the past two years, that page has grown from zero to 10,000. This podcast has grown from zero to 30 thousand downloads and it's something that I'm extremely proud of but for me something that shows that what I am doing what I am putting out there the way that I am doing it is helpful and needed by students and newly qualified social workers 
In 2022, I started to run online masterclasses. This was something that I had seen in other industries, but hadn't seen as much within social work. And I had so many newly qualified social workers contacting me about different practice issues, questions about skills, and I just couldn't fit everything that I wanted to in one Instagram post or in one short podcast. And so the masterclasses started on Zoom. People overcame the Zoom fatigue of lockdown to attend them. And I talked about confidence in social work, communication skills, home visits, direct work, assessment skills. So much of what I would do with students and new social workers in practice, but that I hadn't been able to do because of lockdown. So many social workers heading into practice hadn't had the placement experience, the practice experience that I had because they were working virtually. They were shadowing in a virtual nature. They weren't attending as many home visits. When they were, they were in PPE or they were only responding to emergencies. They, through no fault of their own, missed out on so much learning and development. And I suppose what I was trying to do was help them make up for that, making sure that they were aware that the resources I was and am providing are as well as, not instead of. They're intended to be a support as well as what they are getting within their organisation and supervision guidance. In September 2022, I finally brought out the assessment guide that I had been planning for so many years. And again, it was so well received by newly qualified social workers who said that they had never seen anything like that to support them in their practice breaking down the different ways that they could consider the assessment framework within a child and family assessment, the things that maybe they, some things that they could possibly consider, questions they could either ask themselves when they are in the write-up process or questions that they could ask children and families when they are out on home visits, ideas for direct work, pointers for thinking about identity markers, writing to children, not about children, and thinking about risk and protective factors in practice. And as Social Work Sorted started to grow, I realised that I couldn't give everything that I wanted to to my job as a child protection conference chair, to Social Work Sorted, to my family, to myself. And so in December, I said goodbye to my child protection conference chair colleagues but very excitedly set out to focus solely on social work sorted on developing further training and resources for newly qualified social workers with a goal that feels quite scary to admit but that I wanted to bring this into organisations and universities. I'd had an amazing opportunity to do some training with students, step up students at Salford University whilst I was still in practice looking at court skills and the feedback that the students shared genuinely encouraged me to carry on and go further and think bigger about where I wanted this training to end up. And so I started to think about training that would be valuable to new social workers, to local authorities and to organisations. And I came back to assessments, to child and family assessments, because as I said, that was such a big shift for new social workers. The assessment guide was so popular and highlighted such a gap that students and new social workers are feeling and maybe talking to me about, but perhaps not talking to their organisations about. And so I started to develop a one day training that would be be aimed at new social workers working within child and family settings undertaking child and family assessments under section 17 of working together 2018 i wanted to create a training that helped new social workers build their confidence when undertaking assessments 
I knew the very real challenges that new social workers, because I was still in a position that I was close to practice and very close to practice issues that were coming up. But I also had the perspective as a child protection conference chair of working in quality assurance, of auditing, of having an oversight, a perspective of different assessments and actually seeing the drift and delay that can be caused when an assessment isn't completed to a high standard not necessarily through the fault of an individual social worker, but because that individual social worker hasn't had any training specific to undertaking a child and family assessment, something which is such a critical piece of work in children's services. We know from research and practice that effective assessments save time, saves resources, reduces stress, while supporting social workers to build positive relationships with children and families. It is usually It is so often that first point of contact. It's such a critical time and it can really make or break the start of that relationship building, which is so important. So I wanted to talk about my training, assessment skills for new social workers. If you are listening and if you are interested in what this entails and what this looks like, there are very clear aims and objectives of this course, which are intended to meet the needs, as I said, of new social workers and the very real challenges that they're facing in practice. The aims are to understand the legal context of child and family assessment in the UK because so often new social workers will come into practice and they find it very difficult to connect their learning to what is happening to them right now. Most of them will refer to a very anxiety-inducing law exam which leaves them with very little context for when they come into practice and start hearing about sections of the Children Act, different abbreviations for assessment. It leaves them in a position where they don't fully understand the legal context of child and family assessment in the UK and therefore they can't explain it to children and families, which is so vital. The second aim is to develop written assessment skills. The third is to understand legislation around information gathering, how this applies in practice. The fourth is to learn new ways to undertake direct work and reflect on the importance of communication skills. And the final aim is to increase confidence in risk assessment and analysis. The way that this is done in this one-day training is through five practice-based modules. The first module, Understanding the Legal Context of Child Protection, focuses on supporting new social workers to confidently explain what a Section 17 assessment entails, to reflect on identity markers and how this impacts assessment. Again, putting it simply, if a new social worker does not understand why they are undertaking assessment and the legal context through which they're undertaking that assessment, they aren't going to explain it to the child and family that they work with. Immediately, this creates a barrier to communication, to moving forward. It can increase the amount of time things take further down the line when assessments are shared. It can impact planning, it can impact moving forward. And it's so vital that we make sure we go back to basics with newly qualified social workers. The second module focuses on written assessment skills. The learning objectives of that module are to understand the barriers to written assessment, the way the language we use can isolate people that we are trying to work with, to develop skills in writing to children and not about children, and harmful habits that come up in written assessment. Module 3 focuses on gathering information for assessment. The reason this module is included is because the majority of the feedback that I have from social workers, especially newly qualified and student social workers, is that they feel very lonely in what they do. They understand they're the lead professional, but they often end up being the only professional who is taking part in the assessment. We know that there are new consultations on working together and so many of the changes in working together are focusing on multi-agency approaches, which is why this module is so vital. 
The learning objectives are understanding information sharing, understanding the barriers to accessing information, using genograms in practice and how to include information in your assessment that has been shared by another person, another professional or another agency. The fourth module is focused on direct work and communication, understanding the context for direct work, understanding how communication, identity and direct work intersect, very clear ideas and inspiration for direct work in practice with examples and how to record direct work. Masterclasses that I do around direct work are always the most popular with students and newly qualified social workers, perhaps because they aren't always either seeing those examples in practice or they're reading about examples but they're not getting the chance to understand how they are used. And finally, module five is a focus on risk and analysis. The learning objectives are understanding the context of risk assessment in child protection, the legislation and policy framework, and how to use risk assessment in practice. Making the move from social worker to child protection conference chair, I felt like I had such a unique perspective in understanding risk analysis and the application of threshold in child protection. And so often I would see new social workers undertake an extremely high quality and detailed assessment, but then find it difficult to summarise this in a succinct analysis and truly balance risk along with strengths. I support new social workers to understand risk and talking about risk. I break down how you can actually apply threshold in practice, talk about risk with children and families that you are working with, identify strengths and protective factors in a way that is not surface level, that goes really in depth, and therefore develop an analysis that can actually lead to moving forward, that can actually inform planning, that can inform the way family and wider family are involved with a child or a young person an analysis that can be shared with multi-agency professionals that everybody can make sense of and an analysis that is balanced and detailed and thorough. This is CPD accredited training. Its intention is to leave newly qualified social workers feeling confident with the ability to undertake high quality holistic child and family assessments. This training can be delivered as a one-day training in person or over Zoom and there are also some flexible options of delivery. But there are also some flexible modules of delivery, for example if a cohort wanted to undertake one module a week for five weeks. If you are listening to this and you are a service lead, you work with workforce development and you would like to know more about this training, you can get in touch with me to have a chat or share any reflections. If you are listening and you are a social worker, newly qualified social worker or a student and you know someone who might be interested in the training that I offer, then all I ask is that you share this podcast. I'm so proud of the community that's been created through Social Work Sorted and I will continue to do everything that I do with this podcast over on Instagram, developing guides, developing masterclasses that support individual social workers. And it feels really overwhelming to share but since 2023, so only halfway through the year, a thousand social workers have accessed either a live masterclass, a recorded training, the assessment guide, and it just goes to show that these resources are needed, they are helpful, they are useful in practice. And ultimately, although I know that social workers, as well as anybody really at any stage in their career, is always going to invest their own money in their training, in their CPD, in their learning and development. 
it was really important to me to start providing something to organisations like local authorities and universities so that the social workers who aren't able to invest in masterclasses, guides and training, social workers that are already benefiting so much from the free resources that I offer, have the opportunity to get that level of training in practice as well. And that is one of the main reasons why I've developed this accredited training. There are so many amazing resources out there for new social workers and mine is just one of them. But if this podcast, if anything in this training connects with you or that you think would be useful for your service or organisation, then please do get in touch, even if it is just to have a chat and say hello. Balance in training and support for new social workers is so important to me. And so if you are hearing this podcast for the first time, something that I do at the end of every single episode is encourage you as a listener to slow down for a second, to take a minute for you, close your eyes if you feel comfortable and just take one focused breath. This might be the only moment of calm that you get in the day. I hope you realise that you can come back to this at any point to just slow your thoughts down ever so slightly. Thank you so much for listening. Take care.